Cockstar from the inside. This month on the Jam Bag Special, we're going inside. One of the biggest names in the gaming world at the moment, Cockstar Games, is a controversial company. Whilst putting out some of the best-loved games ever released, rumours and whispers have been circulating lately that all is not well for the staff that work there. Here at Jam Bags, we're dedicated to the truth, to getting the real and accurate story, and by no means making things up in the vain effort of causing you to chuckle mildly, shrug a little, or type a simple LOL in the comments of your YouTube videos. For that reason, we have spared no expense undercover. Spoken to staff at Cockstar who have been reluctant to come forward. We've changed names and disguised voices, but everything you're about to hear is 100% real. No, 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 it's not. No, it isn't. It isn't really real. Shut up, Rudy. Okay, anyway, let's, let's go to it. Welcome, Jambaggers, to another episode of Hard-Hitting Documentaries with myself, Samuel Poufon. Cockstar Games used to be known as Orion Media Group, based in the UK. OMG, as they were known, were based in Huddersfield, Yorkshire, and were founded by then-CEO Barry Deadman, who we were lucky enough to speak to back in 2010, just a year before his tragic death. Barry was one of the main developers behind their major breakout games, Barbar Dead Sheep. An instant family favourite, your job was to guide your herd of sheep across the map by giving each sheep special abilities. Dear Baba Dead Sheep, I spent about eight years on that game coding it myself using a manual from my old Commodore 64. By the time I finished coding, the Commodore 64 was completely obsolete and all that time had been wasted. However, my mate Dan Radcliffe managed to help me record it into Amiga code. It financially bankrupted me though, so I had to sell half the company to the bank. So after that, became with the uh, Orion Media and Finance Group. OMFG continued to have moderate levels of success with games released on the Amiga, but it wasn't until 1996's RAM rating on PC and PlayStation that they hit stratospheric levels of fame. Yeah, well, the thing was, since making games wasn't the big business it is now, back then I used to run green courses. I think it was sometime in May 1992 when I was upstairs coding Barbar Dead Sheep 3, Christmas Dead Sheep. Someone drove their car in the front of my shop and strewed all the apples and pears I had out front. Not only had Barry been ram raided, but also his merchandise had been spoiled, rendering it unsellable. We have taped footage of the interview with the assailant that we found in a bargain bin at Cash Converters, next to some old apotapes, and an audiobook of The Hobbit. Now, without you fought a K with the Marrows, the Waterman, as if it's a dead man's shop. No way, mate! I was never there! Unfortunately for you, sir, we weren't able to take a perfect cast of your gentleman's tackle from the inside of that watermelon. It's an exact match, down to the star-shaped birthmark you've got on your scrotum. I have the moulding here. I'd like to find I did it. What possible reason could you have had for ram-raiding Mr. Deadman's shop and fucking his fruit and vegetables? I don't know, really. Um, it's just a bit of fun, I suppose. Over now to Barry Deadman. Just a bit of fun. That's what the police said. So I got to thinking. Maybe that was fun for him. So, I started the concept for a game. Ram Ready Fruit Fucker. 18 rated games were getting more and more popular. So I thought the title was on for a winner. Anyway, my old ratty mate said uh, that was a bunch of bollocks. But he liked the Ram Raider idea. So we went to work. Near a decade later, with the help of a much larger team this time, we released Ram Raider and the franchise was born. So why then did you change the company name to Cockstar? I'm not sure just came to me when I was thinking about that Ram Raiding experience. 
We want to be the big stars of the game industry. And for some reason, every time I think of a star now, I seem to think of that guy that ran ready my shop. I mean, what a cock, right? Yeah, he just stuck after a while, so here we are now. Skip forward to 2012, and Cockstar had just seen the release of Ram Raiding 7, Los Angeles, which has since broken all sorts of records for game sales. By this time, Barry had unfortunately passed away. We now have a few words from Dan Radcliffe, the now boss of Cockstar Games and Barry's old friend. Well, Barry always put himself at the forefront of what we were doing. He was a great man. His willingness to stand in front of my car as I hurtled towards him at 70 miles per hour just to see how it affected our physics engine is testament to his dedication to our work here at Cockstar. Work had already begun on the follow-up to one of Cockstar's most beloved properties, Black Knight's Revenge, a large open-world game that follows your character, a knight in the ancient British realms, as he went on a quest to rescue his family by hunting down his former guild members on the King's Order. We talk now to our very own Dante on his recollections of the game. Well, Black Knight's Revenge is still one of the best games I've ever played. It got everything right, the story, graphics, the sense of adventure. Uh, anticipation was high here at Jambags HQ. Despite the fact that we only formed a year ago, back in 2012, we wanted to find out what it was really like to work on a game of this magnitude. So we thought we'd try and get someone we knew inside the mighty cock star to, to find out. Yeah, and I mean, we knew Cockstar was a notoriously tight bit organisation. Details about upcoming projects were always pretty rare. However, we spotted an ad in the local East Anglian newspaper that made us suspicious, but also seemed like too good an opportunity to miss. It held that we knew exactly the man to go undercover for us. Enter stage right, Chester Blunt. So that's what the ad said. Horse testicle expert stroke video game coder required for large video game project. Sound like, like someone wrote that advert with exactly me in mind. Now, we've all been lifelong friends, so we thought with your programming experience and unspecified reasons for knowing a lot about horse bollocks. Yeah, a lot. So we suggested that you apply for the job and just see what happened. I, I was a little surprised since my horseball knowledge was really something I couldn't prove with qualifications. Thankfully, they could tell you were the man for the job and didn't ask too many questions about why that was. So Chester was the jam bag's inside man, or inside horse, depending on how you look at it. Chester agreed to wear a microphone during his day-to-day -day activities for us, and also managed to video a large amount of what went on at Cockstar's North of England office during the development of Black Knight's Revenge 2. Some of what you're about to hear you will find shocking. Some of it you may find annoying and immature, but I guarantee all is 100% real. No, 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 it's not shut, just... Shut, shut up, Rudy, shut it. No, no, we, look, we have no money. We do, You actually want us to get sued by them. It's not going to happen. Day one. Jester Blunt arrives for his first day at the office to meet his co-workers. He reports to the training room for his induction. Thanks, so are you just sitting over here then? Uh, this room's a bit small. Are, are we all going to fit? So I'm here for my induction. They're starting the video now. Welcome, new employees of Cockstar. What we're about to do together is a monumental task. You're here to help us develop... Game, name, here. ...which is planned for release in... Here, here. Cockstar policy is to hire all new staff for each project so we get the newest, freshest minds on our team. You'll also get great employee benefits after the project, including the first two weeks of PTSD counselling completely on us. Thanks for joining us. Let's make excellence together. First two weeks of what was that? Pfft, bit weird. Oh, yeah, bank details for him. Here you go. Day three, and Chester is asked to go to the first aid room to meet Dr. Shits. 
Ja, ja, sit down, bitte. So everyone has to come here and do this? Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. You know, normal employee medical stuff, you know. Uh, nobody's got to cut off your Johnson, you know. D- d- what? <laughs> Sorry, I make a Blabowski joke. <laughs> anyway, hold still now. Oh, what was that? Oh, that, that, that stings. It's normal employee stuff, yeah? I mean, all in the small print of your contract. It's beeping. Should it be? Why don't I hear beeping? It's just pairing with the motion trackers in the building. This will pass, yeah? It's tracking my movements in the building. Yeah, and uh, how you say the uh, out, outside, yeah? It's standard employee tracker, so we know what you're working on, and we don't have to make you fill in any silly paperwork like timesheets. It's all in your contract, you know? Well, well, I haven't seen my contract yet. Yeah, 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 it's all standard stuff. Next! Day 76. Chester is sent to Shady Stables, just outside of this, Norfolk. Oh boy, that is a lovely pair. Check out the veins on those babies. I know you guys have got me to do some terrible things in the past, but this is like a dream come true. Thank you. I love Cockstar Games. Here, have a carrot. Let's see what happens now. Oi there, carrots, they cost extra. Er, just send the bill to Cockstar Games, would you? Ew. Cockstar Games, the, the, the people that sent me here? Yeah, I don't know him. Anyway, that carrot was a special ass carrot. That'd be five pound. Uh, can you not just email that? I don't have no fucking email, do I? Pay up. Fine. Day 80. After studying the horses in England, Chester is sent to Skittenstabil in Norway to study the same horses, but at a minus 15 degrees Celsius. <sighs> right, boys, I'm just phoning him now. Uh, hello, Mr. Radcliffe. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm here. Uh, but, but Mr. Radcliffe, it, it's minus 15 out here. I, yes, I know you ship the, the same horses out for me. Yes, I, I know I bought more of those same carrots. They're bloody expensive, they were. Uh, I know that, sir, but surely letting me wear a jacket won't affect the... Yes, I see. But I don't... I don't really think that... I'll, hello? Oh, Mr. It's fucking freezing out here, Rudy. If I get hypothermia, my mum's going to fucking kill you. Oh, you poor boy. Oh, they're so much smaller out here, aren't they? All shriveled up. Let me warm those up for you. After all Chester's data is collected and processed, Chester is called to the conference room for an announcement from newly reassigned office manager, Crunchy McBadTimes. Right, you fuckers, get in here, sit down and shut your fucking kickles. Put your phones and your watches in the buckets in front of your seats. Here, what do you need my phone for? Did I ask you to talk, you horse fucker? No. Keep quiet. Big boys are talking. With immediate effect, the crunch clause in your contract has been initiated. What does that mean, you ask? Well, it's already in your contract. But since your fucking geniuses can't read anything that isn't written in computer fucking code, I'll explain it to you. Say goodbye to Windows. Woo, that's a bit dark. You will now work around the clock and start when we tell you to stop. Your watches are being destroyed, and your phone has been scrambled so it no longer knows what time it is, and neither will you, fucker. You leave your desk when we say you leave your desk. You piss when we say you piss. Is that understood? Now you get back to your desks. Knock off time is now when we say, and not a minute before. Okay. Questions? Here, but sorry, is this legal? I, I don't think it is. Day 607. Chester asked to make a quick phone call. Uh, no, no, Mr. McBedtimes, I'm just calling my mum. Uh, I don't want her to worry. Okay, oh, fuck, Rudy, what is your number again? Oh, oh yeah, there it is. Um. Okay, 
Chestered. Dante? It, not fucking Dan Chester. It's your man is high cockstar. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, Chester. Wow, well, long time, mate. What have you been up to? Getting any good excuses for us, are you? Rudy, I have not seen daylight for at least six fucking weeks. Oh, wow, man, well, that is, that is dedication. I mean, well, I mean, Dante and I just saw the latest trailer for the game. It's looking awesome. I mean, wow, great job, really great job. But, but, but I don't think... <laughs> so, look, listen, right, we really need to get to the heart of what's going on there, and you've really done a great job so far, I presume. Can you can you get your deeper in? Can you, like, I don't know, volunteer for extra shifts or something so you can get more of the manager talking to you, you know, really, really put it in? Rudy! I sleep for three hours a night before I have to come back to the office. If it might any longer, they send Mr. Knuckles round. No, no, he's just some guy who's quite high up at Cactivision, but, but Cockstar using to help out at crunch times. Oh, that's useful. I wonder if he knows Kahima thinking about it. Rudy! I've got to go, Chester, all right? Like, have fun. Don't spend too long in those stables, eh? Oh. Uh, Rudy, you're a bigger twat than my manager. Just let's... <sighs> yes, I'm sorry, Mr. Beck, bad times. I'll get back to my just now. I'm sorry. Day 872... Crunching with bad times calls all developers into the conference room again. Right, right, settle down. If you're falling asleep, my friend here, Mr. Knuckles, you'll administer some more of those wake-up treatments here, like with the electricity. Now, listen, with immediate effect, we are starting the super double shafty ass blast and crunch time clause. Just read your contract for the details, all right? Mats and sleeping bags have been put out in the other conference room, and you've got your allotted two and a half hours sleep in there during your allocated time slots. Only five employees at a time are allowed out of the building, and since that will always be myself, Mr. Knuckles and Mr. Ratcliffe, that only leaves two of you cunts. Here, who are you calling a cunt? Some soft English cunt who spins all day licking horse bollocks. Now get back to work! If you're one of the privileged to get to leave, be back within an hour, or you'll lose a month's pay. I will send Mr. Knuckles here round to pick you up. No rush. I enjoy my work, you know. Day 9.30. Chester has been asked to submit his part of the project to the management team. So, as you can see, when you're in the cold areas of the map, throbbing the mule here as a slight shrinkage of about 12% normal size of his balls. No, that's good work. I mean, if we didn't have this mechanic in place, I feel that like the immersion of this world would be completely broken. Oh, 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 thank you, sir. I mean, that means so much considering how little daylight I've seen over the past and year. And for that reason, I'm just not completely sold on this, how it stands right now. I mean, the size is different, sure, but with the shrinkage, there should be more emphasis on the veininess of those testicles. I mean, do they look veiny enough to you? The fuck they do. I've seen bigger veins on a comquad. It's a best part effort, if you ask me. Knuckles. Shittiest pair of bollocks I've ever seen. Sorry, Mr. Blunt, was it? Yes, this is going to need a lot more work. We'll get you out to Norway this morning. Day 1021. After a second trailer is released, the April release date of the game is fast approaching. Mr. Radcliffe makes an announcement to the employees. Chester and his friend Steve Brooks, developer in charge of horse penises, are listening to the announcement. Uh, what do you think he's going to say? I can't believe it's nearly over. So many times I almost quit and they said, Oh, you can't quit till the game's done. It's in your contract. Oh, it's so close now I can taste it. I know, right? I mean, I don't think I'd ever say this, but I don't want to look at another horse cock again for as long as I live. Oh, I 
totally agree. I mean, if I see another horse scrotum in the next five years, it'll be too soon. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He's talking to the press now. Turn it up. Oh, oh, here we go. Cockstar Games regrets to announce that we won't be making the original spring launch window for Black Knight's Revenge 2. We apologise and realise many of you were disappointed by this announcement, but we feel the game needs just that six extra months of spit and polish. When you finally get to play the game, we hope you'll agree it'll be worth it. Any questions from the crowd? Oh, fuck. Those fucks. Fuck. Brooks, calm down, mate. Where are you going? I want it out. I really want it out. My pet pigeon flew away last week, so now I've got nobody in here. Look, look. look all right, mate. We'll get through this, all right? But the old penis physics in this game are better than any game ever seen before. I can't possibly punish you anymore. Not for another six months. I'm sorry, Chester. Sorry to leave you here, but I, I just can't keep doing this. Here, Brooks. Oh, oh, shit. Day 1022. Sadly, Chester's best friend, Brooks, was found dead in the staff toilets, having choked himself to death on 11-inch replica horse cock. Oh, that's unfortunate. Day 1244. Chester takes a visit to the backloading dock at Cockstar. So they just killed all these horses just to see what it looks like when horses get shot? Yeah, I'm uh, not supposed to like, let anyone back here, though. I know, but uh, I just need to see what happens when to the balls when, when horses die. I mean, do they get bigger or smaller or, or they swell up or anything? Uh, just... Give me five minutes with one of them. Oh, great, thanks. Uh, listen, do you have a knife on you? I, I might just cut off a few of the pairs, you know, you know, for science and stuff. Uh, no, 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 I don't. Um, I feel a bit queasy just think about that. Um, I think I'll go get a coffee while, you know, you, you do your thing. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. Bye-bye. Yeah, <sighs> okay, I've made it this far. I've made this shit out of Brooks's ID card. Mm, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the tracking device taking out. I, I'm bleeding a bit now. Oh, oh. Okay, Robin. Sorry to do this to you. Oh, wow. I thought these things smelled bad. On the outside. <laughs> Rudy Manchego. Dante Rodriguez. I am getting out of here. I am stuck inside the dead horse carcass you made me get into. Hopefully, I'll be able to slip out before we get to the incinerator. If I don't make it out alive, use this to tell my story. Oh, I wish I never met you two, you couple of... Oh, someone's coming. Day 1245. After a harrowing ordeal, Chester manages to get out of the Cockstar building and avoid being incinerated. He arrives at Jambags HQ. Here, Dante, get out here, you ginger prick. Security won't let me in because I smell like a dead horse, but you can come out here and see me now. Chester, mate, oh, it's so good to see you. It's been ages. How have you been? Uh, what have you been up to? What the fuck have I been up to? I've been your inside man at Cockstar Games for the past three years. Really? Oh, shit, yes, you have. Oh, fuck. Wow. So, um, how's that been going for you? Uh, to be honest, I kind of forgot all about it but that second trailer looks really good though you for what oh, oh great now here comes your mate so what is it twat and twatter chester buddy hey great to see you it looks like he's been on the inside of dead horses sonic oh look at your clothes Ugh, come on chester we talked about you taking a shower after your long days at the farm didn't we shut up both of you i had to take out their tracking device with a homemade shiv so i'm a little stressed out right now Right, here's my microphone and all of my tapes. You fucking jambaggers can go fuck yourselves. I quit. Well, I'm not touching that until you've washed it. Day 1246. 
day 1360. Rumours start to circulate about bad business practices at Cockstar. Gene Sterling makes a really incisive video that gets to the heart of the issue. So, Cockstar, darlings of the AAA games industry, turn out to be bigger bricks than all of Captivision, Snowstorm and Babysoft put together. Let's hope nobody died choking on an 11-inch horse cock while making it, otherwise I'll be really pissed off, you know? I'd say I was surprised about this display of shittery on a massive scale, but I already knew it was happening because, well, as with most things, I know everything anyway. Thank God for me! Day 1500. Rudy Manchego and Dante Rodriguez of Jambags finally get around to publishing a tell-all documentary, which they would have released earlier had they not bought the special gold burnerific editions of Black Knight's Revenge 2 that claim the sanity and possibly the life of one of their childhood friends and have been playing it solidly since. They haven't called him or heard from him for a while, so they have no idea how he is, but let's just assume no news is good news, shall we? Uh, actually, I think he's in hospital now. Oh, how long for? What am I, his fucking nurse? What future for Cockstar Games after all this controversy? No idea. But here at Jambalags, well, we can't wait to play it. <laughs> <laughs>